you for joining us for episode number 28, All Things Onion Rings, with guests Carlton Logan and Rod Gray. Do not forget that this is a taped presentation of a live radio show, so do not call in or text in when prompted during this podcast. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to catch us live, we're every Saturday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time on 98.1 FM. Thank you very much. Sit back and enjoy. Well, good morning. This is Robert Dunsing, and thank you for tuning in today to Kansas City Food Memories. We're live every Saturday at 10 a.m. to take a stroll down memory lane and talk about the good old days. We share stories about our favorite restaurants, food, people, and places from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We'll probably go back a little bit earlier than that today. This show is made possible because of your support of Best Regards Bakery and Cafe. My wife, Sherry, and I absolutely love Kansas City and view this show as an extension of her bakery and restaurant. This is pretty much who we are. I decided to call this Can't Say Food Memories as food is what binds us all together as a wonderful community. But however, this show is more about than just food. It's also about the people, the places that help to define who Kansas City is. And if you have not yet done so, today would be a good time to put this phone number into your phone. Our phone number for the studio is 913-586-7798. Now, that's the active line to talk, to call in, but it's also the text line. So anytime during the show, if you're too embarrassed to talk or you don't want anybody to know who you are, you can just send in a text, and I'll read some of those during the show. Also, print those off afterwards, so if you have leads for guests or answer some questions that come up during the show, you can do that. Several weeks ago, we had an entire show about pork tenderloins, and that was so much fun. It went uh, pretty crazy. We decided that's a theme that's worth doing, so today we're going to do a show that's about all things onion rings. Some of you are going to recognize my first guest as he's been on here a couple times, the famed Rod Gray, CEO of the Kansas City Barbecue Society. Welcome back, Rod. Thanks for having me back, Robert. (laughs) See, I didn't didn't say legendary or anything like that. Thank you. You got mad at that, but everybody knows you're a legend, so I didn't have to say that. Also joining us today is another friend of mine, a local character. Facebook celebrity and well-versed on the Kansas City food scene, Carlton Logan. Welcome, Carlton. Thank you, Robert. It's great to be here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in case you couldn't hear that, I got a double eye roll from Carlton on that one, too. But <laughs> they both know it's um, that comes, um, comes with the position here. So the listeners out there, uh, the phone number is 913-586-7798. I'm expecting a lot of calls. So when you call in, be patient. Rocco's the board op, and he's the only person doing that. And we have, I think... Uh, eight phone lines coming in, so just be patient, let it ring, and then once you get in, just hold on, and we'll get to you as soon as we can. All right, Rod, so I know you did your homework. How many times <laughs> did you eat onion rings this week? I, I told you I went twice, Thursday okay. and Friday night, just to brush up on well, it. Well, last time we did the pork tenderloin show, I think you had pork tenderloins twice <laughs> three, on Friday. Three meals in a row, I think, <laughs> is how that worked out. All right, that's that's... <clears throat> I, I don't blame your doctor for calling in during that show. <laughs> yeah, he did. That was, That's a true story. That was kind of funny. So what do you, uh, is there, are there any onion rings that you really miss from back in the day? You know, here's the thing. This is how I feel about onion rings. They're all great unless they're cold and then they're bad. I oh, mean, yeah. I, I've, I've almost never met a bad onion ring. So I don't know that I have a favorite, but I do order them every time I see them on a menu pretty yeah. much. Uh, and, uh, there's just a lot of great onion rings around. Yeah. You know, that's, this is one of those things that people think is that it's just not good anymore. Not like a way it used to be. And I, I don't know how many percent of the people used to make them from scratch. 
you know, but that's yeah, that's know. part of it, you know. But the number one thing is they got to fry it up fresh. Yeah, they I mean, do. They have to be. It, fresh. it can't sit for 30, 40 no. minutes because it's once it's cold. No, not the same. No. I mean, my favorite onion ring right now, if I had to get, uh, I, I, there's there's a line for me. There, I have a separate preference for straws, onion straws, and step, uh, separate one for onion rings. Okay. My favorite onion ring in Kansas City right now is Kansas City Joe's. Yeah, I'm, I, honestly, Joe's Kansas City's probably my favorite, and I know how picky. Jeff Staney, the owner, mm-hmm. is about his onion rings. So uh, those are definitely, if somebody asks me and I just have one answer, it's going to be Joe's Kansas City yeah. for onion rings. Yeah. Okay, if Jeff's out there listening, Jeff, I want you on the show to talk about the way that things used to be and your commitment to food because you're old school. I mean, you represent everything that this show talks about from the 70s and 80s. Yeah. But, no, I mean, the onion rings, but I eat those. I mean, they're almost gone before I get home. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, they're. Well, you want them when they're warm. Yeah, because yeah. he's got the – there's some onion rings out there that are huge. I mean, they're like they're like tomahawk steaks. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's yeah, like – And I think there's three classes, your onion straws, onion rings, and then those really fat onion rings, yeah. which they're still good, but that's like a knife and fork onion ring. No, they're and not. That's just a different experience. They're not. They're not. Ah, they're fine. Oh, they're, you're being politically I mean, correct because you know everybody that owns these places. Uh, but. Onion rings are, are <laughs> finger food. I do believe that. Yeah. Even with your hands. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to get a, a fork or something like that. But no. the one from Kansas City Joe's, I mean, they're the perfect thick. They're not too thick. Nope. They fry them long enough so that when they're done, the, the onion rings, the onion itself is soft yeah. and it's sweet. Yeah. You know, and you've got to yeah. cook the onion ring correctly. Yeah. And that, that chemical do. reaction. And mm. I don't know if this is a myth, but but people say if you get an onion ring where you bite into it and you pull that bit of breading, but you pull all the onion out, mm-hmm. that they're not cooked properly. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what people say. So that's what I'll say to people if I get one like that. I don't know if it's true. Yeah, but I mean that—that's preference. That's kind of like the old—the old thing about uh, barbecue ribs. Yeah. You know, if you don't get yeah. a clean bite, then it's not not yeah, good. Yeah, right. it's still good food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like that. And we'll talk about onion straws in a little bit. But I—I I just love those. So you're saying you don't like those minced onion rings like you get at fast food, where you they're know all what? the same shape. Um, that one fast food retailer that makes those pre-shaped rings, yeah. I'll even order those once in a while. Burger King? Yeah, I didn't right. want to say that, but you okay. can. All right. No, that's fine. <laughs> you know, I just, okay, just between us, don't tell anybody else, I'll, I'll stop by there once in a while and get them. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I can get it fast. Yeah. I can finish it before I get back to the office. Yeah. So I don't have to catch any grief from Sherry. And they have a sauce. I can't, right now, yeah. I can't think of the it's name of it. It's an orange sauce. That's pretty good. But uh, they have a sauce that makes them even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. we can go lowbrow once yeah. in a while. I will admit that I did some research too and read up about those. <laughs> um, I was, and yeah. I was All right. What did you find out? Uh, there, it's a it's a paste okay. with onion powder, and they're preformed, and they're, okay. they're no one wants to classify those as onion rings, but yeah, uh, they're they're fun. I mean, I wouldn't eat those often, but right. I would. I do. I will admit once right. in a while. So Carlton's one of those snooty people. He's <laughs> he's shaking his head and rolling his eyes at you and I. See, nobody can, can say that this show's too uppity and we're too snotty about stuff because I'll, st- I'll, st- I'll still eat fast food once in a while. Yep. Not my first choice. You know, and, all right, Carlton, you're shaking your head at us. <laughs> so you would never stoop to eating a fast food onion ring? Yeah, I have. Okay. Who's? Yeah. Uh, Burger King, okay. um, Culver's. Okay. I like the onion rings at Culver's. Yeah, you know, uh, Culver's, um, Sonic. You know that. Sonic. I don't know if they still do. They used to make the onion rings in house, right? At, at at Sonic. I don't know if they do anymore. Sonic's for me, and correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe it's just me. I get sort of a sweet taste. Yeah. That kind of bothers me. Go uh, ahead. And do you know what that is, Carlton? What is it? So this is what I read. Okay. I don't know if it's true. Sonic uses their vanilla ice cream mix, and it's not dry, of course. Yeah. But they 
what they batter their rings in yeah. is their vanilla ice cream mix before they bread uh, them. That That's what I read. I, I, that does not shock me at all. That's the secret weapon of the yeah. Sonic. I like so. I think Sonic onion rings have changed. Am I, I, I thought they used to be yeah. different. No, yeah. but that's that's that was the consensus on the on the Facebook group too. A couple of history groups I did a post on. Mm-hmm. All right, Carlton. I know knowing you, you've probably got three pages of notes. Okay, who's <laughs> not the, who's bad. the number one onion ring that you missed from back in the day? Oh my gosh! See, for me, it goes back to like when I was a kid, and I remember going to. Um, uh, Humdinger, because it was like right around the street, okay, right around the corner from my church. Um, I do remember some of the small. I want to say Smacks, yeah, uh, was a local chain. I think they had onion rings. I remember onion rings from there. The ones that the one that blew me away was back in the eighties. There was a restaurant called Filios on the plaza. It's, okay, it was where Chewy's is now. All right, and they did this onion loaf. And I had never seen it before, and they, it was the onion strings. And okay. they brought out this big loaf on a plate, and it was like, my God, what Did you knock this? out the whole loaf by yourself? No, I was always with a group of people. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I put a pretty good hit on it, oh, definitely. Yeah. And that's when onion rings started to blow my mind. Yeah. You know, so you brought the subject of the onion straws. Yeah. So back in the 80s, I moved here in the... Um, Early to early eighties, mid eighties, and my favorite place to get onion rings was a place called uh, Bodie's Luther Bodie's Barbecue, mm-hmm. and it was over. They had one Oak Park, one at Bannister Mall. They called and, it Bannister Mall and Smoke Park Mall <laughs> in their ads. Yes, <laughs> in their ads. See, I don't remember that. I remember going there all the time, mm-hmm. and it was I, I would get a half loaf, and a loaf is actually literally the fryer basket. Exactly. And I would get that, and they'd have their barbecue sauce, which was fantastic with that. I can't even tell you if I even ate any barbecue while I was there. All I all I remember after all these years is the onion rings and dipping it in their barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. and it was fantastic. And before we're done, we're going to talk about what you dip your rings in. All right, that's, well, that's, that's, a, that's part of it. All right, let's tackle yeah. that now. Are no. you a purist? I, I ketchup, but but in the right place, barbecue sauce. Um, mm-hmm. I see people using ranch. I'm not opposed to it. It's not for me. Um, but I see a lot of different things that people dip yeah. their onion rings in. Yeah, I mean, if um, it's a barbecue sauce, you got to do the barbecue sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that's I mean, that's what I, Jack um, meet Mitch on Thursday night. I dipped him in his barbecue yeah. sauce in his original Womp sauce, and no, Jack Stack, I use their barbecue sauce. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to legitimate barbecue place, you shouldn't use ketchup for anything. <laughs> I mean, they shouldn't even have ketchup at the tables. <laughs> For your French fries? <laughs> no, no, you got bar- it's a barbecue joint. It's not a ketchup joint. It's a barbecue joint. I think they can coexist in the same oh. place. All right. So Carlton's yeah. the for the listeners out there. Carlton's the peacekeeper. He'll make excuses for <laughs> yes. even bad decisions. Okay. While we're talking about sauces, though, okay. what about like mayo or like a garlic aioli? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. not. Stri- I wouldn't use straight mayo, but I mean, garlic like oli or some of the yep. Yeah, all right. Yep. Well, I'll do that. Yeah, I I think there are a lot of sauces that you could mm-hmm. yeah. dip your rings in. You know, I mean, if, if a really good restaurant, some of these places, they have something they made for that. Yeah. I mean, if if they take pride in what they do and they love what they do, they they will have made a sauce that's designed for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll go with their suggestion. Yeah. As long as it's not out of a jar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's coming out of a generic. Generic uh, mayonnaise, you know, from Cisco Foods. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to take part on that. I'm out. Yep. I'm out on that one. So, you know, on the onion straws, my favorite onion straw in Kansas City is a Q39. Uh, yep. I yeah. I mean, I love those. Now, you can get 
I think one of their burgers or something like that, they'll put some on there. Yeah, I think I got a I think I got a pork sandwich that was pork three ways okay. and had them on there too. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I get the side. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a big side, but mm-hmm. I, I love theirs because they actually season their their straws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so many places they say, well, I'm going to trouble burning it, and I'm not going to waste time seasoning it. It's like, <laughs> I I don't get that either. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you don't season anything that you make. Opportunity that, and they've got several great sauces. Yep. So I'm good with that because yep. it's you know I'm I'm picky you know I won't eat any barbecue sauce with corn syrup in it. Yeah. You know, Sherry became allergic about 15 years ago, so once you quit eating corn syrup, I mean you really recognize the aftertaste from of, of anything with corn syrup in it. Really? Wow. Yeah. You know, and a Q39 is really good. Uh, none of their sauce has corn syrup in it. They make it from scratch. You know, a couple. Of, there's another place that's really good that I like going to, but I have to ask for a specific. One of their sauces, their competition sauce is clean, but mm-hmm. the other ones were not. It's just one of those shortcuts that they take because it's a cheap sweetener. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, I, and I know all about that because everybody wanted me to get my prices down on my products so that yeah. it could it could be distributed easier, right. and I wouldn't I wouldn't no. come off. No, I mean, it, then, it then what's the point? Me. No. I mean, then you're just craft barbecue sauce. Yeah, a version, yeah. Yeah, a version of that, and yeah. it's like, no, you got to stay true to who you are and yeah. what you do, and it changes the flavor. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it does. Yeah. I mean, I, I can honestly, whether it's a drink or a food or something like that, I within probably 20 seconds, I can tell that there's corn syrup in it. It's, it's one of those things that, you know, it's, 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 re- it's really, it's almost like a smoker that quits smoking. And after a, f- a couple months, they start tasting flavors and things like that. Corn syrup is the same way. Yeah. It's yeah. absolutely horrible yeah. on that one. At one point, Carlton mentioned Culver's. Yeah. Culver's has great rings. When do we start talking about beer battered versus All right, go ahead. I mean, onion. I mean there's I mean that's Okay, so you've got <laughs> onion rings, and so that that's a good point though cuz you've got um beer batters one way. Yep. You know, and that's usually I only see that at a place that has really good uh fish. fish. Yeah. Fried mm-hmm. fish. Yeah, cuz they're using the same batter. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. And and I'm yep. okay with that. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, there's um yeah. anybody come to mind that has really good fish and chips with onion rings? Uh, you know, so so I did some research. Of course you did. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, and I've never had an onion ring from this place, but they say that Long John Silver's onion rings are good. But I, I mean, I think I'd have to drive 20 minutes to find a Long John Silver's these oh, days. Shawnee, anyway. Mission, Shawnee Mission Parkway, 935. Yeah, yeah the one in Olathe closed, and the, <laughs> and the other one in Olathe is still there that I know about. But yeah. I've, I've never had an onion. I haven't eaten there enough in the first no. place, but I've never had an onion ring from there. But that'd I be a beer-battered one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know there are others, but primarily we see, and I guess it's all panko, I assume, not cornmeal. I wouldn't think it'd be cornmeal. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah. I think a lot yeah. of people no, go panko. Panko. Um, crack, Some people used to do cracker, cracker crumbs, but I think panko's a lot easier, yeah. a little bit cleaner to do that way. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, we may have to do one on fish and chips on, on fried fish someday because that's, because um, my, where, where's your go-to place for fried fish? I only eat things with noses and no parts that has a job, so I don't eat fish. I grew up landlocked in central Kansas, and we just didn't eat fish. I know. I know. How could a guy be in here talking about any food when they when there's categories he won't eat? But here fish, I am. Fish don't have a nose? Nope. Nope. No nose on a fish. I only eat really? things that have a nose and no parts of oh. the job. So you tried it and, and didn't like it? or yeah. you just? Yeah, I've tried it. We used to have, you know, I did, Mrs. Paul's fish sticks growing up. I didn't really up. view you as a man of principle when it comes I, to food. I, I know. I know. I know it's crazy. You know, and you people think you freak know somebody after them. all these years. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't excited about. I saw your eyes. I wasn't excited about telling you that, but all it's right. part of the deal. <laughs> it just slipped out. Yeah. All right, Carlton. I'll bring you back. Wait. Well, you go. my favorite fish is uh, Mason Jar Brews and um, Burgers and Brews up in KCK. Mm-hmm. They have fantastic fish and chips. Yeah. 
Yeah. But if you ever decide to slip over to the dark side and give it a try. I won't. I won't. <laughs> but I'll remember that in case somebody asked me where to find great fish. All right. Well, let's go ahead and go to line one. I think we have um, an old friend of the show, Jim Eddy. Are you there, Jim? I'm here. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing fan- better now that you've called in. Uh, well, you guys brought back some memories. The Barbecue Society. I know they got to know my dear friend. She's up in heaven. Karen Putnam, and she was very active in the... Oh, Rod just gave a big thumbs up and goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, Karen competed and was a chef, and oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was our chef from 1981 to about 2003, and I'll never forget, we had a huge catering party coming up way back when, and she disappeared and put her sister, Rana Keck, who's a great chef, in charge. And she and her husband, Putter, drove to somewhere, Lynchburg or somewhere down in uh, Kentucky or Tennessee and won the Jack Daniels Champions Barbecue and drove back and hadn't slept for 24 hours and got there in time to pull off the big catering party we had with her sister, Rana. She was a champion of all kinds, a great woman, great chef, and you just brought back so many memories. She was a great pit master, too. And to win the Jack, oh. which is one of our four majors, that's that's incredible. That's yeah. Lynchburg, Tennessee. Had, we had a room for her with all of her ribbons, my gosh. And she filled it up. She was a barbecue, absolute pit master and champion. And I think her sauce is still on the market, Flyer of the Flames. And it's a great barbecue sauce. Mm. It is a great sauce. And uh, she made great onion rings. And I was Popeye's here for 28 years. We developed the market here. And originally, Al Copeland, the founder of Popeye's in New Orleans, he had, they won the best onion rings in New Orleans for 15 or 20 years until you couldn't get the help to make them. And we made them from scratch. They were absolutely fantastic. And we had a little note with them eat them now. Don't wait till you get home if you're taking them on carryout. Because by the time they got home, they were, you know, cooled off. Oh, right. Hard to get soggy, and we tried to have a little explanation how to reheat them gently so they'd be good, but they were absolutely fabulous. But finally, Popeye's pulled them nationwide because the help, you couldn't be consistent in making right. because it was a difficult process. Jim, how long ago do you, do you think that they quit making those? Well, they did it while I was in there, and we... We became Popeyes in '85 and went out in 2013. We sold out, and I think it was about right after the turn of the century. About okay. uh, I imagine 2000, 2001. They just pulled them out nationwide because we couldn't do a good job. Oh no! I mean, consistency is a big deal in the food business. You know, Jim, it's funny you mentioned that because two different people sent me a message uh, Thursday and Friday about the the onion rings from Popeyes. They both said yeah. that they were the best they've ever had until they quit making them. They really were, truly. Of course, our founder, Al Copeland, he had Paul Prudhomme on his uh, kitchen, the, uh, test the, kitchen staff originally. The best chefs in New Orleans helped develop Popeye's with Al. Well, you know, uh, I, I admire uh, Popeye's even more for pulling it off the market when they realized they couldn't maintain the quality. Yeah, because you, you can't make it right, and that was Al's. It, that was his motto, his modus operandi. If it can't be perfect, it's out. And if you didn't do it as a franchisee, if one of his 
district managers caught you doing something, taking a shortcut, he pulled your franchise. Well, good. Well, Jim, is there anybody's onion rings that you miss from back in the day? Uh, I miss Karen. She made him great. And I miss Popeye. <laughs> Hey, did but, you ever hear of King's Host at 75th oh, sure. and Metcalf? I, yes. had, I had quite a few people mention them. What's I've never even heard of them. Yeah, they were here for trying to think of the general manager's name. He was a good friend. I can't think. I can see his face. But, yeah, they had Metcalf. They had great food. Tremendous. Hmm. I may have to look into that. Yeah. All right, Jim. Hey, thanks for calling, uh, calling. And I need to talk to you this week about a couple of things. Okay. Good luck to all. Thank you very much. All right. Much. Thank you. Bye. Come by. I owe you a hug. Okay. All right. Thanks. Hey, Robert, was it called King's Food Host? I think so, yes. Yeah, I've just looked it up. I've okay. never heard of it. I haven't either, but uh, that was another one that several people mentioned their specific um, onion rings as mm. being wonderful over there. Yeah. All right. Do you have somebody else you want to talk about, Carlton? I forgot about Popeyes. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the onion rings. I, said, I don't even remember that, but I, I truly do admire them as a company more knowing that they quit making it for that reason. Yeah, when yeah. they're not good, when they can't get it done right, no, don't do it. And, yeah. you know, and so they made it in-house, so they could have bought onion rings, Yeah, you know, but but and they would have been consistent, but they weren't great. The so copycat I, recipe for the Popeye's rings, I just looked it up. Uh-huh. They dredge them in the milk mixture and then the flour mixture three times mm. before they fry them. Wow. That's that would be good. labor intense. Yeah. The, um, I just thought somebody else who um, used to have, I don't know if they still do, but McGonagall's food truck had the onion straws that were fantastic. They do. They but, still do. Oh, do they still? I wasn't yeah. sure with the whole buyout from Fairway. Week. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Part of the research for this? Well, I guess it was pre-research. <laughs> pre-research. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, on, um, let's go, go back to the callers on line two. Rocco, we have Chef Rana Keck. Hello? Uh, yeah, are you there? Uh, hi, this is Robert. Yes. Thank you for calling in. What do you have for us? Well, I was just listening, and I was listening to Jim Addy talk about my sister, Chef Karen Putman. Yeah. And I just had to call in and just wanted to say that, you know, before she passed away, she made me make two promises. Keep that barbecue team active. We're still active. We still compete under Flower of the Flames. And I'm currently the vice president of Kansas City Chefs Association. And we do some things in her honor for a scholarship at Johnson County Community College. And I just, you know, the Eddies were wonderful people. Between them and my sister, I learned a lot. And that's where I am today. And that's why I'm where I am today. Well, that's awesome. Do you know Rod Gray? Yes. Yeah, he's sitting here right with he's sitting here with us. Hey Hi, Ron, Rod. great it's great to hear you today. I'm glad you Good called to in. Hear you. Thanks for listen, I was just happened to get in my car and turn on the radio <laughs> at the exact time that Jim was on there. So but hey, you know, I just wanna say this too real quick. Finally, last year she was inducted at the American Royal in the Legacy Hall of Fame. So I was she happy deserves it, Ronna. She's a great person. Oh, yes, she was. Yes, she was. And I will, as long as I can, I'll still keep barbecuing under Flower of the Flames. Well, well, okay, Ronna, uh, uh, before you leave, who made your favorite onion rings besides you guys back in the day? Oh, my gosh. You know, to be real honest, 
my auntie had a little hamburger stand, <laughs> and she made the best onion rings because she put baking soda or baking powder in her batter. Was that here in town or somewhere else? It was here in town. It was way back in the day. I'm talking way back. It was over there off of Old 71 Highway by the old Avon plant. What was it called? Little Princess Drive-In. It sat next to a Dairy Queen. It sat right there across from the old Jack Stack. Well, it'll be interesting if any listeners to the show remember that and can share stories with that. So the baking soda was her secret. Yeah, baking soda in her in her egg well. And she did the dipping in the you know, two or three times, but um you know, onion rings, man, that's a that's a hard one because you know, if they're not right, they're not good. Right. That's well, well Jim was bragging on your onion rings, you and your sisters. Did you steal your aunt's idea? Oh, that could be. That might have been a possibility. <laughs> Because they worked together. You know, my auntie was very creative. The thing about Karen, she was so creative. I mean, she entered more recipe contests than anybody I know and could win. And her and my auntie sometimes would collaborate together. So, you know, that's that's, that's a good possibility. Well, that's good. (laughs) You know, going back in the day, was it harder for Karen to compete on on the circuit being a woman or was it no big deal? At first, it was harder. You know, it was harder. And she encouraged a lot of women. I'm sure Rod Gray knows uh, Danielle Diva Q. Absolutely, yep. And Diva Q credits Karen for her success today. And because she, as a woman, felt she was kind of shunned. And Karen said, no, you don't give up. You don't. You keep going. And... I think it was that there's so many women now coming, you know, on the scene, even in the chef's association, you know, women. But I do think it was kind of hard that she just pushed right on through, just like she did in the chef's association. Ron, it may have been kind of hard in the beginning, but when she started beating everybody, it wasn't wasn't so hard. No, it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) No, it wasn't. Well, well, Chef Rhonda, thank you for calling in. And if you have a moment, shoot me an email. Uh, This is Robert Dunsing. My email is robert at makethemsmile.com. I'd like to have a couple conversations with you. Okay, robert at makethemsmile.com. If you do that, I'd appreciate it. Okay, I will. All right, thank you for calling in. All right, so if um, for all you listeners out there, if you have a random question about an old restaurant or bar, from back in the day, now would be a great time to call in. I have all my lines open, or if you can send in a text. I have about four or five texts I need to go back, and um, we'll review in just a couple of minutes. Um, but remember, we have seven phone lines and just one Rocco, so be patient. If you love food and want to become a part of the process, be sure that you follow Best Regards Bakery and Cafe. Uh, the number one way to sign up for is to sign up for our email newsletter and go to makethemsmile.com. That's makethemsmile.com. In the top left-hand corner, sign up for the email. I send uh, information out about new products that way. I also give summaries on what happened on the show Saturday and what's coming up next week. That way you can kind of plan ahead and do your schedule. And the uh, second thing is follow us on Facebook. We have a, a little over 15,000 followers on Facebook, and it's a great resource for us. 
Uh, we find out a lot about new products and kind of what to do. And my followers help us, our customers decide what we do as a business at Best Regards. Then also, if you've been putting off coming out to Best Regards, now's a great time. If we've learned anything on this show is that you can take anything or anyone for granted. Your favorite restaurant may not be around, so enjoy them while you can. So this week at Best Regards, we're celebrating our first annual tomato festival at Best Regards Bakery. The best sellers um, every summer with us is our BLT, the Turkey Club, and the Gazpacho. We buy the Berkshire bacon, thick-cut slices from Paradise Locker Meats up in um, Trimble, Missouri. It's the best bacon you can get. And then brand new, and as most requested by our customers, is a tomato pie. And for the guys, if you open up your gift box, you're going to see what the tomato pie looks like. We did a Facebook post last week and got over 500 suggestions of what to make from tomatoes. And tomato pie was the number one requested thing. And yep. I had never even heard of it, didn't know what it was. And this is, this is our version. We've sold out every day since we made it. So I saw a picture of that, Robert. It looked outstanding. Oh, mm-hmm. I, it's, it's, I should have brought you a fork so you can try that one. <laughs> but uh, to go to makethemsmile.com. You can see a picture of what we're talking about and what that looks like. And so we'll have that. And if you like Caprese salad, we have it three ways right now during the festival. You can get the classic Caprese salad, mozzarella cheese, fresh basil, and the local garden tomatoes. Also, also have as a sandwich on focaccia bread that we make for that sandwich, and also as a grilled cheese. So you can kind of see what those are. If you, if you like tomatoes, now it's time to come. And then lastly, Best Regards is your number one bakery for sweet treats. And you guys got a little bit of this in your uh, boxes also are the three best sellers right now. We've got Carrie's Lemon Bars, which is a perfect balance of the lemon with a buttery crust. We have a wide selection. We have, I think, about 300 Barbie-themed sugar cookies at the bakery right now. And for the people that don't know, Barbie is a toy, and there's a movie out this weekend. (laughs) So that's what all the fuss is. And then uh, we also have our version of the St. Louis Classic Gooey Butter Cake. If you go to St. Louis nowadays, most places... I use uh, cake mix, box cake mix, and they can actually buy that cake, that box cake mix in 50-pound bags. I go back, and we make it from scratch. I actually went back and looked up the microfish records from the St. Louis Dispatch and uh, Riverfront Times, and I found a recipe from back in the 70s when they shared it that was made from scratch, and that's how we do it. Mm-hmm. Nice, and it's outstanding. Oh, it's, it's, it's you outstanding. know, it's, it's probably the sweetest thing I make, but, it, I mean, it's clean. There's real Philadelphia cream cheese in it, real... Everything's real on that one. Robert, it's poor etiquette to correct the host, but there's no such thing as a first annual. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to. Okay. If there's any listeners out there that disagree with that, send me a text. Give me a good argument. And if somebody can Google, do fish have noses? Okay. Well, they do. Google it right here. Okay. No. So, how do sharks find their prey? I don't know. Well, yeah, you do. You don't, I don't want to answer. Shark. I don't care. No, no. I mean, they, they, they. Remember, they say that shark can smell blood in the water from twenty miles away. I guess it's just saying. I don't, I, I don't think so. All right. If there are any, any, um, uh, what do you call the water biologists? Micro marine biologists, oceanic biologists out there that can, that can explain to Rod that fish do have noses. So he's going to find a new excuse. Hey, I have a random question, but I'm a little afraid to ask it. Oh, go go for it. I asked you, and I got a response. That we'll see how that works out. Okay. But, uh, in the 90s, early 90s, um, Johnny Cascone served a cheesecake. And they didn't make it in-house, but whoever made it, it was it's the best cheesecake I've ever had. Um, not to say there aren't better ones coming, but somehow we ordered one from them for a, a party or an event, 
and it came with a sticker on the box, so we knew who made it. So going forward, we just ordered it from this person once or twice, not often because you know how decadent right. cheesecake is. And then and then the number didn't work anymore. Yeah. And, I, and I would love to know if anybody remembers that or remembers somebody in Kansas City that made a really incredible cheesecake. So far, the closest I've ever come is Napoleon's. Okay. And now they're gone. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I'm been not about saying, 15 years. Yeah, I'm not saying that they're not. No. There's not better cheesecake out All there. Right. And I'm I'm challenging you because you told All me right. that eventually okay. I might we'll, be able to we'll, get one from I'll, you. I'll have in Sherry make one. In that same vein, um, you did a show. And I, I called in on that show. Right. Uh, Carol Costello right. was making cheesecakes. Yep. For a long time. She had all sorts oh, yeah. of flavors. I so, remember you called in with that because um, mm-hmm. you I think you took your sister in and she brought mm-hmm. your sister into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then the sister who gave the baking lesson on cheesecake called into the show. Yep. All right. So, so with Casconi's, so I'd love to do a show on Casconi's. Yeah. So if there's anybody out there that know the history of it, shoot me an email at ma- robert at makethemsmile.com. I'll bring you in as a guest. We'll tell stories. You know, a lot of times, sometimes it was a, a family member, a mom or an aunt or uncle or somebody that made the cheesecakes. Could be. I think this was not, though. This yeah. one instance was not. But okay. you got to just have Victor Casconi come in. He okay. owns La Fontanella Foods. Okay. He makes sauces, barbecue sauces. Do you know for him? For a living. Yeah, I know him. I know okay. Victor. Well, you know how to get a hold of him and contact him. right there. All okay. right. Well, let's yeah. let's talk. But All right. So stay tuned next few weeks. The, I mean, he's part of the Casconi family. All right. Well, okay. We'll do, so we'll do a show on that then. We'll do that one. All right. So before we get too far away... The original Savoy grilled cheesecake recipe, and they still make it. They love that one. So thank you, Rod, for getting us off on a different tangent. <laughs> yep, I was. Uh, you said anything. <laughs> I just wanted to get that in there before a caller did. Okay, somebody asked me, how do you find McGonagall's food truck? So you go down to, what's it called now? Fairway Fairway, Fairway Meats. Fairway Meats on Ward Parkway. Yeah. Yep. And so on... A, um, I think during the summertime, every day and on weekends, they have a food mm-hmm. truck right in front of the store. Outside. Right. Outside. Yeah. I yeah. pass it on going home every yeah. night. So go in, yeah, so you, you actually go inside the grocery store and pay for your food, then you pick it up at the food truck. Mm-hmm. Correct. But they're, I mean, they're, their barbecue is good, too, but I mean, their, their onion straws are fantastic. Yes, and it's a big clam shell. Oh, yeah, it's, it's quite a bit. Onion straws. Yeah, so, so that would do that one. Um, so that's how you find McGonagall's. And then somebody asked me about... Um, um, well, we'll talk about that later. Uh, King's Food Host. They were out of Lincoln, Nebraska. Huh. So they weren't a local one, but they came out of there. Cheese Frenchie was a number one memorable sandwich. I read that when I looked it up while we were yeah. talking. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that yeah. was a big thing over there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, um, Rocco, let's go ahead and go to line one. We have a self-proclaimed onion ring connoisseur. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yeah, Roger, what do you have for us? Well, uh, I've been on the quest to find the, uh, the best... Uh, the best in the world since I was very young. I went to the Missouri State Fair, and the last thing I ever wanted to have in my mouth was an onion. But my dad ordered onion rings, and he said, you ought to try one of these. And I took a little bite, and then he had to buy another order. So I've been (laughs) on a quest to find the best onion ring. And uh, I would put my favorite would be Romanelli's Grill over on Warnell. And... um, I used to go there for fried catfish, and I always started out with a cold Heineken beer with uh, onion rings. Um, so those were the ones that I'd like to have back. Popeye's was just the the backup, but it was very, very good. I had them down in New Orleans, and then Jim got the franchise here. And I just went there for the biscuit, but my God, the chicken and the onion oh, yeah. rings were fantastic. 
Um, but now, since those places are not available, I like Jack Stack, and I never, ever not have onion rings when I go to Winstead's. Oh, so yeah. that, that's my list. But I'll tell you something. The best cheesecake that I ever I saw it made was a guy named Dave Cooper. And uh, I set up a, a commercial kitchen in his basement out in Overland Park. I did all the gas lines for the ovens and stuff. And he made cheesecake from a family recipe. And he sold it to different restaurants around town. I knew where they were, but he had, uh, uh, you know, I, I would get them from him, but he wouldn't just sell you a piece. So I went from 165 pounds when I met him to <laughs> 200 and something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so he gets full credit for that? Yeah, I was going to say, oh, I didn't yeah. know I could blame somebody for that. Oh, yeah. No, you got to blame, and I blame him. He's passed away now, but. Um, it was, uh, you know, seeing it made when I set this thing up, he had to get it approved because he was selling it to restaurants. I mean, it was inspected by the, by the state or the health department, but he really, when you seen it made and the care that he took in it and, uh, how proud he was that he was carrying on this family recipe, it just made it that much better. Now, Roger, are you sure that weight gain didn't coincide with when you became a little bit too big for your britches? Quit doing uh, hard well, labor and went into management? Yeah. No, that came, that's always been me. <laughs> My britches. But I know one of his places that he sold it was Fanny's. If you ever remember when Fanny's was a high-end restaurant, and then they had a disco in the middle of it mm-hmm. so you could dine around um, the, the side and the, and then there was a window that you could see the people dancing down there. Mm-hmm. That's where, um, Michael Garozo got his start here in Kansas city. Uh, he was the mater D there at, at Fanny's and, um, but he sold that cheesecake down there and he had some other places. I, I, I don't recall where they were, but I, whenever I knew that he was serving cheesecake there, I always, all, sure all right, Roger, um, Next time you come in, give me your email address. I want to talk to you. I I might bring you in. You're you're a little bit of a character. <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me. Yeah, see, but you got the backstories. Yeah, you got the dirt on some of these people. Oh yeah, no, I, I've been in a lot. I think I've been in, in, in. Well, maybe not now, but over the years, I've been in a lot of kitchens. Oh, I know you and have. There was, I, I there's some that I didn't ever want to go back. But then there was also some that, okay, I know it's a mass back there, but I'm going there anyway. (laughs) All right, Roger, when you come in, we'll bring you in under disguise. We'll give you a mustache and glasses so nobody will know who you are. All right, good. All right, so I won't I won't tell anybody that you're Roger the plumber or anything like that. So so, so stop by when you come in, and and I'll, I'll need your email address. All right, good deal. All right. Thank you, Roger. I appreciate that. So you bet. Uh, bye bye. So Robert, of course, I got a text message from uh, uh, Jasper. Oh, you got that too. <laughs> yeah, so, I was going to razz you about that. Yeah, so uh, of course he would know, though. Oh yeah, I didn't even. You know, I don't want to bother Jasper with every food question I have, but he right. has every answer. Oh yeah, yeah, and he answered my question. It was, uh, it's a letdown that they're not available anymore, but he oh, knows no, where those just, cheesecakes are. They're just came not from. available for you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jasper that's right. still gets it's it. It's who you know. <laughs> yeah, it's who you know in the food game. 
But uh, do you know how to pronounce that? No, I wasn't even going to try. Oh, the, the Minnesota family. That's oh, they that were sounds the, like the Minnesota family. Yeah, but. yeah. The, yeah, that the was Minnesota. My memory, my memory is that's the best cheesecake I've ever had. Okay, I think you could even dip your onion rings in it. All right, wow. <laughs> All right, so Sherry makes a pretty good yeah. cheesecake. Yeah, you know, and it's one of those things that. There's a place that's famous for their cheesecakes, mm-hmm. yeah. a restaurant yeah. chain and all yeah, that stuff. Throw a stick we, at them from your I'll plate. give you a hint. We cannot eat those anymore because every single one of their cheesecakes has corn syrup in it. Yeah. Man, they're good though. I, yeah. I I'm not no, a it's, corn it's, syrup connoisseur. They're no, good though. No. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well yeah. so he, I'll make this promise since it doesn't involve me in any way. Sherry will make cheesecakes again. <laughs> we'll do it for a short time. I'll um, we'll make some, offer it at the bakery, and I'll bring you in for a discussion about it. I'll be Smashing my face on the glass the first day you offer right. that before you. I open. remember the chocolate cheesecake yeah. that you had for a while. Because that, that, it's better than mine. Yeah. Oh, and really? I will say definitely, I okay. make a very good Rocco, mark the tape. Cheesecake. Carlton said that's better than his. It is better than mine. All right. So here, yeah. So here's the deal on the cheesecakes, and we'll we'll get off on a different tangent. The part of the reason ours is so two reasons we don't use corn syrup. Yeah. Three reasons yeah. we use real Philadelphia cream cheese. Right. Because uh, here's the deal, though. Commercial I don't know what that ba- means. Okay. There, well, there's Philadelphia cream cheese brand. is the best of the. It's a brand. It's a brand. Mm-hmm. But commercially, as a baker, I can get generic. Oh, cream cheese. That's okay. half the price. Oh, wow. literally half the price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you go to the grocery store and buy low fat Philadelphia cream cheese, that's what the generic tastes like. Oh, and that's okay. the only way it's cheaper is they do less fat because fat's right. where the money is and anything dairy. So that's one reason. So that's two reasons. No corn syrup. We use real Philadelphia cream cheese. The crust, we use our own cookies. Oh. Yeah. So like if it has a graham cracker crust, yeah. I make graham crackers from scratch. Wow. So I mean, it's yeah. just. So I so a little but, bit later when it gets a little bit cooler, we get bored. We will do cheesecake. I should be surprised, but you do that with everything. Yeah, you, I mean and yeah. it's. I mean, there's only I'm so surprised much. You don't mill your own flour. Uh, no, point. I won't do that. <laughs> you know why I don't do that? The, the flour needs it's to be a mess. aged. Well, it needs to be aged. Okay. I mean, it's just, you have to store it for a while. Yeah, somewhere. I mean, in the back of yeah, the store. See, you can you can use freshly milled milk. flour. But you remember Great Harvest bread? Yeah. You know, it was good bread. But you remember how hard and dense it was? Yeah. Best because they milled their own flour and they didn't let it age. Oh. So it, it made it a lot more dense. I Interesting. Just, I just, it's one of the odd things. Yeah. I can't believe we don't have more people who want to call in and argue about where the best onion oh, rings are. Oh, I know are, it. Though. Yeah. So I've got I, I mean, t- I, when I heard, when you sent me the note and asked me, I was like, yeah, I'll do this. I, But the, here's the thing I have a lot of great memories of a lot of great onion rings. I don't have a lot of memories of bad onion rings. So maybe it's just. That well, you forget you get them, that stuff, though. Yeah. You get them hot, you get them right. Right. Yeah. Dip them in the right stuff. Yeah. No, I, I mean, do have somebody tell me, by the way, this is harking back to our pork tenderloin story. Uh, I posted on my Facebook, and, and uh, a gentleman told me that Oak PTs yeah, had I've great onion rings. Yep, yeah. I've heard that. Have you yeah. gone out there yet? I've been. Okay. I, I went When we were on the tenderloin trail years ago, yeah. we, were, we were there, and it okay. was great. Okay. But somebody said they didn't offer something, mayo or ketchup mayo. or something. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. But, well, but uh, somebody said in my, okay. in my thread that, that PTs... Okay, uh, that was a controversial show that we did. Somebody sent me a message saying they it technically they do not offer mayo because it's Miracle Whip. Is what somebody told me. I don't know oh. if it's true or not. Hey, one of my board members, Cliff Davis, said he he texted in his favorite onion ring. Do you have something from Cliff oh, Davis? Oh, there's a whole. Well, I I don't have. Oh, a generic. On. Yeah. If you give me a cell phone number, I can look it up. <laughs> I'll just give it to you over the air. <laughs> you know, yeah. Just, well, somebody yeah. just said that. Um, they love yard house onion rings. I've heard that, and they're the big ones again, like yeah, like Jack Stack ones. and like 
Red Robin. They're the big fat ones on the pole. And I'm guessing that your buddy was talking about uh, Chubby's on Broadway. Oh, okay. And yep. there used to be a diner across the street from Chubby's that also had good onion rings. He's not my buddy. He's my boss. Oh. But same thing. Oh, okay. You have a boss? I thought you were CEO. I have nine of them. It's called really? the board. It's called oh. the board. Yeah. Wow. Well, you can divide and conquer if there's that many. Ah, it's okay. They're good people. I know you. you They're not you, mad you at me yet. Politics game it's only been good. a year. They're not mad at me yet. Give it another couple <laughs> years. All right. So, um, so I'm, I'm going through my notes here real quick. So, King's Host. These are the ones that were most missed. King's Host. We talked about that. Paul's Drive-In, the original one in KC, Kansas. A place oh. called Roy and Ray's. Don't know Does that, that ring one. any bells? Peter's. Peter's and KCK, Eaton's Drive-In, Luther's Bodie, then Whisker River, Westport and Redbridge. Isn't that Whisker Rivy? Is it, is it, was it? I, I thought that was Whis- a typey. Okay. So, so yes, yeah, what they put. I thought that was a typo. No. That, they, okay. Whiskey Rivy? Okay. Whisker Rivy. Okay. That's that's correct. And then uh, Sydney's and the KC Masterpiece. Oh, so, so, Masterpiece. Yes. I, I mean, I can't remember the rings at this yeah. point, but they yeah. had great food. I did, you know. Okay, so I went through, I don't know, five, 600 different things, and the number one place that everybody talks about is High Boy Drive-In. I've had those. Okay, because there's, there's three locations, and they're yeah. all the same company, Yeah. so I was worried about that. One, The oldest one is on, um, that's the original one on Blue Ridge. Yep. That looks like it's been there since 1954, I think. Mm -hmm. There's another one. The newest one is on Gudger Road, and there's another one on 24 Highway. Mm -hmm. I only know the Blue Ridge location. Yeah, same one. Yep. All right, so let's, uh, Rocco, let's go to line one. We have Joe. Yes. I was calling in about your onion rings. All right. The best place that I have ever had, of course, I lived north of the river, was a Big Burger on Vivian Road. And I used to know the owner. He, he sold it about 10 years ago to the guy that worked for him. And I understand their onion rings are still delicious. But I took him by one time by Sonic. He'd never eaten at Sonic for the onion rings. And he tried them. He said, well, they're, they're good. They're good. They're under the good of mine. He said, what they do is they make their own every day. They take, make all the coatings for it and cut the onions up, and they have them ready to go. And What's it said, called oh, now? Pardon? What's it called now? Big Burger. Big Burger? Okay. Uh-huh, on Northeast Vivian Road. All right, I'm writing that down. Okay. Vivian, all right. And anybody else that you'd like to go eat at? Oh, I like to eat a lot of places. <laughs> um, you mean just for onion rings? Yeah. Or what, what's what's a good old restaurant that we've not talked about that need to be, we need to remember them? Hmm. I don't know. Do all right. Well, think about uh, it. Okay. Shoot me an email. I appreciate that. I thank it. Thank you very much. All right. So, the, yeah. um, you know, for the callers out there, if there's, you know, I I love uh, fresh made or house made onion rings. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now it's you know the, the the my number my number one onion ring. I don't. It, well, it's kind of made in house. They control the company and makes them now. But, but you know, I don't. I'm not going to talk about that. But you know, but it's um. There's a place up north that's called Danny's Burger Shack. Yeah, yeah I'm not familiar with that. Now, mm-hmm. I've I've heard from a lot of people their onion rings are fantastic. They are. Ha- I've been there yeah. three times. Yes, and they've been sold out of onion rings each time. You gotta what? get there what? early. What's yeah. the name of it? Uh, Danny's Danny's Burger Shack. Yeah, Started Danny saved his... me some rings from coming right after the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, he used to do a food truck. <laughs> yeah, he did a, he food, did a truck. food truck. Yeah, and so um, he's got a brick and mortar now. I think mm-hmm. last year he started doing that, but yes. he's understand. He's still trying to figure out that there's a difference between a food truck and a brick and mortar. Yeah, you know, food truck we understand if you run out of stuff. Yeah, brick yeah. and mortar, I tell you, customers are brutal. 
Uh, if you're from Texas, you run out of barbecue every day, so I get it. You know, you're you going to have a break. If you're hand-breading onion rings, that um, if you've got a whole bunch of onions that you got to cut and you got to bread and then you got to have the staff to do it, yeah, you can run out. Oh, yeah, I understand. You're that, doing, you know, and what, what's the alternative? Ordering them from somewhere and they're frozen no. and you pop them in? Mm-hmm. He can do all those, do that all day. But he's actually oh, taking I, the time I, to do it. Oh, there's things he could do. I struggle with this. But, you know, as a business, we have to decide what do we choose to be famous for. Yeah. yeah. And then just do it. Yeah. Well, I think he, his, his focus is the burgers. It no, just so happened no. that the onion rings. Danny, get your act together. I want your onion rings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I'll let you do that battle, okay? <laughs> I had an old friend text me and say that the onion rings and tanners in the 90s were outstanding. And I think I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, again, it's one of those things that um, when you own a restaurant or a bar or something like that, you know, you have these altruistic dreams. You want to make everything from scratch. Then reality kicks in, and then they have to start cutting corners. Yeah. Because, you know, if they want to get big, but, you know, for us at Best Regards, we've made that decision. I'm not going to open a second location. I'm not going to open a third Mm -hmm. location. You know, I'm not going to move to a much bigger place. It's just we are making everything from scratch. That's our niche. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're really committed to it, you know, you know the story and I know the story, but somebody had an onion ring they were so committed to that the company went out of business. And so they just bought the company to keep getting the onion I, ring. I love that. And I you, absolutely you, you love know, that. You have a butter that you love. Yep. If they went out of business, you might buy that butter oh, no, company you, yeah. just to keep it going. Oh, yeah, you, f- sure. you, find, yeah. you find a way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if this is your love, it's your passion, you find a way. Yeah. yeah. If it's just a way to make money until you retire, then that's... No. We we you, all experience you, that at different places. You won't have robust business until no, you retire no, if that's no. your attitude. You know, and the thing about this show, when we talk about places from the 1970s and 80s, that's 40 and 50 years ago. Yeah. The people that are phoning it in or just looking for money until they retire, none of us remember them when they're gone. None of us. Yeah, right. No. All no. the places that we talk about that we've done shows on, mm-hmm. you know, that was this was their life passion. Yeah. Yeah. It's you what know? they wanted to do. Yeah. And yeah, and I've I've met people who own food businesses yeah. who absolutely love it, and I've met people who own food businesses who do it because it's a business, and they're different people. Yeah, and their food is different. Yes. yes, eventually their food is different. Well, you yeah. know, uh, most there there's one exception. You know, so people ask me when am I going to open a location up north or out east, something like that, or open another location. I always tell people no. Yeah, I said out of everybody that that I've ever seen expand, I've only known one that got better when they expanded. Just one. Out of thousands of restaurants, you know who that is? No, Kansas City Joe's. Oh, okay. They're 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 the only ones that legitimately got better mm-hmm. after the after they they expanded to three locations. Mm-hmm. Huh. You know, but other than that, absolutely nobody. Huh. And I'm I'm not smart enough. I'm not I'm not, I'm not in <laughs> Jeff's league, so I, I I'll never I won't even try it. I know Jeff Staney. He is obsessed about great food. Oh yeah, he is obsessed about it. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know, so. when he brought in somebody really special to help him pull it off. I'm trying to get him on my show too, because he's got experience with the with um, an old restaurant chain here in town, okay. Gilbert Robinson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So I mean, I, I'd love to have the both of them just to talk about the business in general, what it used to be. They need to come. That's yeah. if he's listening. They if need to come. Only I knew somebody that knew both of those gentlemen. <laughs> you know what? You got okay. to be talking about uh, Ross. It only reaches so far. All right. Don't believe. Believe. I, okay. Don't. Don't think I haven't tried. Okay. Okay. For the listeners out there, this is called the close. Rod. You want cheesecake? Get me those two guys. <laughs> All, right. All right, that's it. All right, Rocco, let's go to line one. Vicky, what do you have for us? Hi, I'm a 
food connoisseur. My father was very prominent in this town, and he knew every restaurant to go to because he had to take clients to from the 50s on, from Britain and Savoy and the Colony and the Lobster Pot. But we're talking onion rings today, and the, the Roy and Ray's onion rings was across the street from Wishbone Restaurant in 1958. And that is the only place we would go because of their hamburgers and onion rings. They were absolutely delectable. And I've never found another onion ring comparative to them. Winstead's went in later, and then uh, Griff showed up, and Ryan Ray's went out of business, and Ryan Ray's became Brabelia across the street from the wishbone on me. And I've never found another onion ring better than Roy and Ray's, and except for Cheddar's in Overland Park. And five years ago, they stopped making the onion rings because they decided doing prep work was not appropriate for customers. <laughs> and I've never gone back there because of the onion rings was our uh, was our meal that we got. Right. With right. Onion hey, Vicky. Rings. And there's no place to go anymore. All right, there's Vicky. No, I mean, I did Jack Stack, and then we made 3,300. Right. Hey, hey, Vicky, we're coming up on the end of the hour. Shoot right, me an email. My email. My email is robert at makethemsmile.com. And I want to carry on a conversation with you about a few different things. Well, gentlemen, we're coming up on the end of the hour. And for all the listeners out there, be sure to come by and see us at Best Regards Bakery and Cafe. We're at 119th and Glenwood and Overland Park. That's two blocks east of Metcalf, and we're across the street from the Cheesecake Factory next door to Johnny's. We're open every Saturday from 8 to 2. Monday through Friday, we're open 8 to 5, but don't forget that our kitchen closes at 3 on weekdays. People have often described us as a homestyle bakery and cafe that your grandmother or grandfather would absolutely love. That's our goal. Like a lot of restaurants that we talk about here on the show, Sherry and I are always there to visit with you and also to hear your ideas or leads for a future show. Then lastly, do not forget that this and all of our past shows are available worldwide on all podcast platforms. Just search for Kansas City Food Memories. Carlton, I want to thank you for coming in. Thank you for having and me. And Rod, thank you for coming in. Glad to come back. Anytime. And I, and I guess it's the, it's the the balls in your court if we if you ever get our cheesecake. <laughs> Man, you presented a challenge to me. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> this concludes this broadcast of Kansas City Food Memories.